0: All right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. And in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. Today is Monday, November the 7th. There's a lot going on because last week on Friday, stocks snapped a four-day losing streak. But they still finished the week lower. And all this could change with the midterm elections just around the corner. Also this week, CPI data, will inflation finally calm down? And most importantly, How are we trading this? Or should we just stop trading until this craziness is over? (laughs) Okay, this is your first time here. Hi, I'm Marcus Heitkotter. Good to be back. This super smart guy filling in for me last week is my coach, Mark Hodge. Thanks for doing this, Mark. (laughs) Yeah, nice having you back. Anyhow, so we are real traders who trade live accounts. And therefore, we got a lot of trading experience. And we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff. We're not afraid to tell you like it is. So If you're looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And with that said, let's take a look at these markets, Mark. I mean, I have the S&P 500 up. What do you think?
1: Hey, fun markets, Marcus. (laughs) I mean, last week was a roller coaster ride. Uh, We mentioned it. It Really, the Fed was in the spotlight. Um, Also wrapping up a busy week for earnings, but really it was all about the Fed. You have that big slide there. Um after the Fed statement some follow through on Thursday and then Friday uh, some interesting movement because of jobs. So that was the the latest data for traders to say what the heck's going on. Um and an interesting report.
0: Yeah, because it, it was fairly mixed and this were also on Friday. Um uh, I'm switching back here to to a 5-minute chart. I mean markets were all over. The jobs report was released before the open and then initially, markets opened higher, pulled back, moved higher, lower, higher. It's like, uh, we don't know what that means (laughs) because the key question is, what will the Fed do? And uh, this, we like to look at at this tool where now for the next meeting that is uh, coming up fairly quickly in 37 days. So beginning of December, we see right now that traders believe that the Fed might only hike it by half a percentage point uh but then also 3 quarters kind of still split between these
1: yes and you know i think that friday's jobs report it was mixed but it was really hard to figure out what the heck to do with the information because we actually came out higher than expected on two out of the three you know uh data points there there are uh, two job openings for every individual that is unemployed. So we still have a hot jobs market, but then I think after the dust settle and there, there was some opportunity to digest it, we saw that it was the slowest monthly jobs gain since December of 2020. Um, and uh, even though the numbers came in higher than expected, when we looked at it overall with the unemployment rate creeping up and then that slower, uh, you know, jobs, uh, growth, even though it was better than expected. That kind of threw traders off. And so it it was a little bit confusing, but we finished the day positive on Friday and a little bit of an update today.
0: Yeah. And so let's take a look at what's happening, what's in focus this week. So talked about it in the intro. We do have the midterm elections here tomorrow in the US. And uh, in normal years, there would be way more focus on the midterm elections. Right now, it seems that Inflation and interest rates are are taking the focus away from this, but but there is still a possibility that the markets can move based on what we what we'll see tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like with anything, when there's a surprise, right? Is it is it priced in? Do do traders really expect uh, what's going to happen? And then is that that uh, you know clarified? We'll we'll see. Um, but I absolutely agree. The Fed interest rates definitely bigger uh, focus right now for the economy.
0: Yeah. So the big one, though, is on Thursday, the CPI after the jobs report kind of gave us mixed ratings, uh, kind of good news, bad news, nothing really that would sway the Fed to stop their aggressive interest rate hiking, maybe the CPI data. Well, it's super interesting to see that everybody is expecting cpi data to increase from 0.4 to 0.6 but uh, year over year inflation is expected to come down from 8.2 percent to eight percent
1: yeah that is interesting although core cpi which excludes energy and food prices which tend to be a little more volatile um so that's coming down a tick but I mean, hopefully, we, we just uh, come in lower across the board. Um, we'll, we'll see. But that would be big for the market if, if that were to be the case.
0: Yeah, the Fed will definitely keep an eye on this. And uh, this week, since we had the Fed meeting last week and uh, before heading into the Fed meeting, uh, the Fed FOMC members were not allowed to speak. Now they do. So this afternoon, we already have two Fed members speaking, uh, Fed member Collins and Mester. Uh, Then uh, on Wednesday, we have uh, FOMC member Williams speaking. Then we have Waller speaking. Then we have Mester speaking again, then George. I mean, this is a busy week for Fed members, but they all have to chime in a little bit and say something.
1: Absolutely. That's how the game's played.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So looking at the markets today, you, you just mentioned it. So on the five minute chart, Super, super quiet day. If you you zoom out to a daily chart, we see there's this little blip on the right-hand side of the chart. And this little blip is what's happening today. So the S&P 500 in a super narrow range, not finding any direction at all yet.
1: Yeah, and you know I think that it's uh, really because of some good news, but maybe traders were were kind of pricing it in. And this is that uh, the Houston Astros beat the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, and it goes as a, a fact that if the Phillies do not win the world series and we won't go into a recession at least for a year. So with that being the most accurate recession timing data that we have, uh, at least we've prolonged a recession for another year. And I think traders are trying to, to figure out what to do with a, a Houston Astros win.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and the guy who won 70 million, uh, uh Somebody who owns furniture stores in Houston placed a huge bet and won $70 million.
1: That's a little bit more than a box of ribeyes.
0: In other news, um, (laughs) (laughs) nobody has won the Powerball yet. (laughs) So (laughs) I've won it, Mark hasn't won it, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can trade here, right?
1: Yeah. But hey, one last thing to to mention, though, and that is that even though we had a bit of a mixed report on Friday for jobs, it does sound like companies uh, are laying off people Facebook, Instagram. uh, Well, the parent is uh, planning layoffs, Um, and it seems like some of these big companies are planning layoffs, except for Twitter, um, because Elon Musk fired too many people. And Bloomberg says that they're now reaching out to dozens of employees that were uh, fired um, because they realized that they might need them.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I saw that this morning and super interesting. I mean, I wish we could look at Twitter, but Twitter now disappeared from the charts because it's now a private company, no longer uh, publicly traded, and therefore we'll see if uh, Elon Musk is uh, planning to take them public again. So, yeah, in the indices, not a whole lot going on. Uh moving over to the interest rates, or uh, looking at a daily chart. Uh we are solidly above 4% now on the 10 year yield, not making new all-time highs. So also kind of a sideways move right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're kind of a, a pause, uh, wait and see now. And you know, you mentioned the the calendar.
0: Yeah. So we are still trading the wheel strategy. And on on Friday, uh, we we found a trade uh, that uh, was pretty cool. American Express, AXP. Yeah. So it popped up on Friday. Uh, It pops up on the scanner today with a strike price of 139. It's a bit too high. For us on Friday, we took the 134. So we sold puts at 134. And uh, I sold them for 50 cents. And of course, you had to beat me.
1: I did, but just for clarification, we put this on Thursday.
0: Oh, we did already? OK.
1: Yeah, Peace. I bet I did. But but for you know, proper clarification, I beat you by two
0: pennies. By two pennies. OK, I'm glad that you <laughs> were able to bring this in. <laughs> So uh okay so looking at our positions this is looking good because right yeah. now American Express is trading at 144.90 almost 195 um, we're not able to close that position just yet but might be able to close it today or tomorrow we like to close at 90% of the max profit so here if you jump over to the calculator and look at look at American Express so American Express um, I actually sold it for uh, 50 cents so this means that i would have to close it at five cents that would be my closing price here my profit marcus
1: chart. i think you're getting confused I, I hate to interrupt but i really think you're getting confused between two different trades really? one that we did on thursday and one that we did on friday because is- you got a dollar five for american express and i got a dollar seven oh and there was an lvs trade that we did on friday
0: oh that's the one yeah then I'm confused.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But either way, we're up 84%. uh, At least I'm uh, up 84% based on my 107, uh, bucket seven that I got. Uh, But that was put on Thursday. And then on Friday, which I I don't think I mentioned in Friday's call, uh, we did a little something with
0: LBS. Okay. And uh, apparently for me last week is a blur. What did we do?
1: Well, it was a blur because you weren't doing uh, these
0: calls with me these
1: videos <laughs> i know i
0: know i know i was trading while convenient. being on the road and this where i have it all in my trading log but yeah it definitely blends together
1: yeah no problem at all so on friday lvs saw a huge pop but I mean, this was looking really solid and so uh we decided to sell the 43 call um so here you have on the chart break even for you is 41.70 my numbers are very similar to yours um the cost basis 46.86 again I'm, I'm really close there uh so with lvs we've been in this trade for a while and we really like to sell calls at our cost basis or higher but with this pop this is what we've done for the last couple of pops over the last eight weeks take advantage of that that jump that extreme and and uh in this case we got uh 48 cents uh which at the time was annualized.
0: Yeah. So what does it mean at at 43? So if LVS on Friday closes above 43, we're getting called away. And this means that we are still making money on this trade. However, since it is below our cost basis, we give back some of the premium that we made. So I would have to give back some of the $19,000 but still close it as a profitable trade. But our idea here is that if this week LVS gets closer to 43, that we can possibly roll it. Something that we have done when we had the the most recent spike here.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, just in a nutshell, I'm not trying to get called away at 43, but I would never put the trade on unless I was okay with that. Um, But I would really like to roll, hoping that it expires worthless and then I could sell calls again Um, doing this. We brought our our break even down, I think about 20 now uh, over the last couple of weeks, which is is huge considering we really haven't traded above forty four for a year, yeah, or nine months or whatever.
0: And, and so, I'm looking at something similar with my Nvidia position. Originally, I was assigned at one ninety five. I flew a rescue mission and was able to lower my cost basis to one sixty ninety one. My break even uh, is at one forty five forty two, and uh, I want to see if I can sell calls. Between my break-even and cost basis, maybe even at the cost basis, and uh, we looked at it uh, this morning, Mark. Uh, it, it looks kind of interesting. So uh, let me just collapse the put selling here, and uh, let's take a look at selling calls Nvidia, uh, because interestingly enough, because Nvidia does have earnings in nine days, there's a lot of premium in these calls. I mean, look at yeah. this—the the, the one sixty call is actually trading at 147 by 149. That would give me 27% annualized. So not quite where I want to be. I want to see uh, a 30% at least. But with a little pop in NVIDIA, I might be able to get this.
1: I think that you're going to be able to get a couple of bucks there at that 160 for next week. Um, I mean, maybe even the 162.50 if you have a little more follow through. Uh, so it's definitely something to watch. I like that.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm uh, I'm keeping an eye on today. Nvidia. It's been uh, on a five minute chart, pretty much like the markets all over the place. Uh, we'll see. Maybe in the afternoon session, the markets will find some direction to the upside, and maybe it uh, it'll take another day. But it seems that Nvidia right now is in a solid uptrend here. And uh, if this continues, um, I, I think if you pop above 145, I might be able to sell those for, for two bucks. And that would be fantastic. I like it. Yeah. Um, other than this, I mean, the XP position, uh, American Express is working well. I haven't added it to the watch list yet. Need to do this. Uh, Google, eh, Google had a little bit of a slide last week, a little pop today. So nicely up uh, today. Uh, where are we up? Uh, what one and a half percent? While the markets are not going anywhere, so here my break even is at one four one hundred four twenty five. Yours is way lower because you got assigned at a different strike price. Exactly. I want
1: to say my break even is around ninety
0: seven. Yeah. And uh, so this is where we still need a few days of uh, Google moving higher before we can sell calls here. Uh, but I mean, at least it's moving in the right direction. And then TPR. All right. You want to rub it in and uh say told you so i really
1: don't marcus i, I really don't but we were in a, a call with our mastermind group this morning and one of the mastermind members had pointed out that there was a nice premium on the on the 35 calls for tpr um so we looked at it and you have the numbers there marcus your break evens 33 34 getting assigned at 37 and again i i just want to mention here We typically don't like to sell calls below our cost basis. However, when we've been in a trade for a long time and it's really tying up this buying power, um, at this point, I, I do believe you could take it on a case by case basis and make a decision to sell below that break or the cost basis, not below the break even. And the 35 was looking solid. It looked like you could get about 50, 60 cents on it. And as we started to put some trades on, I didn't actually, I'm not in this one. 45 was there, 45, maybe even 50. You were playing things a little too on the high side, I think.
0: Yeah, because at this point I saw that the markets were doing this. And I I often saw with TPR that it first has a reaction if you just look back and then it has a second reaction before it finds a third one. And that's very typical for TPR if you look at the five minute charts here. So I was waiting for the second reaction that never happened because TPR has been falling. So I haven't been able to sell these calls. Yeah, this is where uh, today, of course, TPR doesn't show me some love. So I missed out on this call premium. Um, I'm okay with this. TPR has earnings coming up in the next uh, couple of days. And uh, we have already done an earnings analysis on TPR uh, where it's actually the probabilities are in my favor, I believe, because uh, if it pops to the upside, It could be uh, well in the double digits if it moves to the downside. Uh, It's just uh, single digits typically. But yes, it would have been nice to take it this morning. Eh, You win some, you lose some. (laughs) Okay, now talking about earnings, uh, we did actually a video of how to trade options into earnings. Take a look at this one. Uh, This explains how we read this earnings report here and uh, what we think about it with our existing positions. You're going to love it. Uh so I'll see you in this video and then we'll see you here tomorrow. Happy trading everybody.